We are I. I got into this conversation yesterday with my youngest daughter, or not my youngest daughter, I should say my oldest daughter. And it was interesting to me because I was like, is this one of those conversations that you have with kids and they only have this perspective because they are kids? Or is this the new generation of kids coming up? And I want to easily dismiss it as like, oh, this is the new generation of kids and like, what the fuck is going on? But through a little bit more, you know, introspection, I think that this is just what it's like talking to a child. So I'll paint this scenario for you and then I will end this podcast and allow you just to be able to let this marinate inside of your mind. And this is a one where I need feedback from all of you. And I appreciate every single one of you that, you know, reaches out to me, DM me DMs me or uh, emails me uh, and gives me your insight on this. And this is, again, one of them that I need your thoughts and your opinions, because like I said, the jury's still out a little bit in my mind. So my daughter and I, we get to her volleyball practice and we're about 15 minutes early and we pull up in the parking lot. And I know the coach is always about 15 minutes early too. So I'm cruising around in the the parking lot to get to the spot where we're going to park. And I happen to mention, I'm like, oh, I'm like, your coach isn't here yet. And, you know, she's like, well, how do you know what the coach's car looks like? I'm like, well, it just so, ha- like there's, three cars in the parking lot that fits like 200 cars and every time we get here is usually about the same time that your coach is showing up and there's never any other cars because it's like hours and hours after school's close and it's really just the janitors who are here so it's pretty easy and I'm just perceptive like that I like to know what's going on in my surroundings I like to be able to look and I like to be able to understand you know from a security standpoint to be able to protect my family and myself but also just to be just to catalog some inventory of information that if I ever need it for whatever reason, and it's not something I consciously do a lot of it's subconscious at this point in time, but it's something that I know is happening in real time, even if I'm not calculated in doing it. Then her coach happens to pull up right beside us and I back in and he pull in. So it's driver door to driver door. And I say to my daughter, I'm like, Hey, you should go ask him if he needs a hand. She's like, well, I know he doesn't need a hand. And I'm like, well, that's not really the point. You know, the point is just offering, being polite. And I'm like, well, I'm going to ask. Because I always ask. I ask every every time. And I try to ask everybody. I'm like, hey, do you need a hand? She's like, don't roll down that window. She's like, you'll embarrass me. And I'm like, it should never be embarrassing that I'm, I'm, I'm asking if somebody needs a hand, whether they need it or not. Like, you should just set this tone for your life to be able to be polite. So I start to roll down the window and she grabs my arm as she usually does when she doesn't like what I'm doing. Now I'm like, don't try to change me. I just say to her, like in a nice, polite, you know, airy way, I'm like, you are you as a person. I am, as me. I am me and I don't want you to try to change who I am. This is what I feel like I'm doing is polite. So I'm like, hey, coach, I'm like, do you need a hand with anything? He's like, no, nope, no, nope, we're good. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, totally fine. I'm like, okay, sounds good. And it's raining outside on top of this. So, you know, I'm like, hey, if... um we can give somebody a hand carrying some something in it's a little bit quicker so everybody's not out in the rain a little bit more great 
So I rolled the window back up and she's just like, see, I told you. And I know he doesn't need a hand. I'm like, no, you know, based on previous events that he may not need a hand, but you don't know what his plan is today. Never mind the fact, even if I know that, I would still rather offer a hand because it's polite. And she's like, it's not polite if, and you don't need to do it if you know that the person doesn't need a hand. I'm like, but you didn't know. What if they were bringing more stuff in today? And what if he simply just wanted him? What if his daughter, who is also on the team, who usually carries in the ball bag, wasn't there? Because you don't know if she's not there. Maybe she's sick. She's like, yeah, but if the whole situation played out exactly how I said it was going to be, I was like, fine. But it won't always be that way. Life is not that predictable. It always won't be that way. But I said to her, more importantly, even if they don't need a hand, don't you think it's rude if we would have sat in here in the car didn't acknowledge that these people just pulled up, especially since it's your coach, somebody you should hold in a high regard. That we don't even acknowledge, we don't even roll down the window and acknowledge them. And she's like, no, that's not rude. And I'm like, in my books, it is. I was raised that that is rude. I was raised that, you know, if you know somebody, you are going to roll down the window and you are going to say, unless if you're in like, a deep conversation or like a private conversation, but then you still look at them, you acknowledge them and you're like, you know, you kind of melt the like, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a conversation right here. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Which we've all had to do before. And that's just the reality of life. You know, so I'm sitting here thinking, and then, so her and I kind of go back and forth for about another minute. And then... She wants to get out of the car and go into practice because obviously she sees her coach there now and the kids, other girls are starting to to roll in. And I can tell she's frustrated because she's trying to outwalk me now. And I'm like, no matter how fast you walk, I can walk faster than you. She's like, I don't want you being at practice today because you embarrass me, which that wasn't specific to yesterday. She never wants me watching her practices because she's like, you're the only, you know, dad that or, you know, parent that sits in the gym and watches the practice. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm bored. And I also just genuinely want to watch you guys practice. I like, I enjoy it. I'm your dad. I like having kids. I like that you're doing this. I like to see it. She's like, I don't care. You embarrass me. I'm like, fine. I'm like, I have emails to write. I have work to be able to do. I'll go sit in the car and do it. I have no qualms to do it. I just want you to know that I'm here to support you as a human because I'm trying to be respectful and I'm trying to show you that I love you. So we were at a little bit of an odds last night, but then by the time she was done practice, she like burnt it all out at practice, which is subsequently the best thing about sports is it hits that reset button. The physical activity just hits that reset button. Because when she got out and she's all in a perky mood and I'm like, oh, I'm like, nice to have you back. And then she's laughing and I'm laughing and it was just a good time. But it just gave me a little insight. I'm like, does she, will she grow up? Does this generation grow up not rolling down the window and offering the hand? Or do they? That's the question of the day.